This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This is your typical radio ad while eating a Crunch Bar. This is Automatic of Auto's Used Cars. This weekend only, we're having a whale. Bring the kids. See for yourself. It is huge. Gonna make a big splash. No other dealer can say they have... A whale like this. When things sound dull, turn up the fun with Crunch. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Cats and cat owners deserve better than any old-fashioned litter. That's why I teamed up with scientists and veterinarians to create Pretty Litter. Its innovative crystal formula has superior odor control and weighs up to 80% less than clay litter. Pretty Litter even monitors health by changing colors to help detect early signs of potential illness. It's the world's smartest kitty litter. Go to prettylitter.com and use code SPOTIFY for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Atlassian software like Jira, Confluence, and Trello help power global collaboration for all teams so they can accomplish everything that's impossible alone because individually we're great, but together we're so much better. That's why millions of teams around the world, including 75% of the Fortune 500, trust Atlassian software. Learn how to unleash the potential of your team at Atlassian.com. That's A-T-L-A-S-S-I-A-N.com. Atlassian. Hello and welcome to this week's edition of Smart TV, the Radio Times podcast where we do our very damnedest to bring you the highlights and alert you to some of the lowlights in this week's TV schedule. So my name is Caroline Frost. I am also the columnist for the Radio Times and with me is our podcast editor, Kellyanne Taylor. Hello, hello. Right, a couple of dramas and then a whole load of factual and finishing with some extra tidbits. Let's kick off. Kellyanne, what do you have for us? Okay, so I haven't seen this, and I'm saying this not to deter you, but because (laughs) I am saving it to watch it in real time with my friends because I have promised them that this is going to be the next iteration of normal people. The same ilk. I think this drama is going to captivate the nation. It is one day coming out on Netflix on Thursday. This, of course, is the series of the David Nichols book. And of course, there was a film starring Anne Hathaway. And this follows two university students from their university days into their later life and returns to them on the same day each year. I loved the book. The film I thought was okay. I felt it didn't really have space to breathe. There's such complexity and depth to these characters. It's a beautiful love story. And I'm so excited to see what they do with the series. So I'm only telling you that, not because I haven't been bothered to do my homework, but because I am absolutely going to be watching this with my flatmate, with my partner, because this is the series I think that's going to be the next water cooler moment. So that is one day on Netflix on Thursday. (laughs) Well, for somebody who's not actually seen 
seen the preview. You've done quite a good job of selling it to us, I have to say. However, <laughs> you have raised the stakes and we will be coming back to you probably yes. next week to, to see if it hits the spot or if it's been a big fat squib in your household. So mm. watch this space. For that, I will match and raise you Death in Paradise, Series 13, talk about high stakes. But what they're doing, the reason I'm pointing it out this week in particular is because they are marking 100 episodes of what is on paper a frankly formulaic offering of fish out of water detective in Caribbean climes. I mean, you can see why they thought, oh, that will work. What they didn't realise is that it would work to the tune of 13 series and 100 episodes. So we've had four main detectives now, I'm thinking, which is a bit like Thesis's ship or in TV talk, Trigger's Broom, where once the main character changes and then somebody else changes and then somebody else changes, by the end, you're you're left with absolutely no one from the original premise. But it doesn't seem to matter. We, of course, have the commissioner, Selwyn, and we have the wonderful Elizabeth in the cafe. But apart from that, all the faces have changed. This series just seems to run and run, and nobody, none of the millions of viewers, have seen reason to quit. So it clearly ain't broke, and it's coming back for series 13. I mean, extraordinary in this day and age when things get cancelled on a whim. And uh, so we must just doff our caps to this Caribbean crime caper. Ooh, okay. I mean, it's never really been one for me. What time is it on? It feels like daytime telly. (laughs) Harsh. It was on Fridays, but it's enjoyed an upgrade this time around. It's going out on Sunday evenings. So I think that is a mark of respect from the BBC. And they know that every January, when we're all freezing to our bones, wearing Mm. our dressing gowns over our rugby tops, (laughs) I think that they know that a little bit of Caribbean sunshine doesn't go amiss either. I mean, I'm actually going to be writing about it in next week's Radio Times. I'm going to try and boil down what are the magical elements that keep it running and running. Well, I look forward to that column and maybe I'll dip into it. Depends what I'm doing on a Sunday. Well, if if, uh, one day lets you down, you might need to go back to something a bit more stable. Okay, right. What else do you have for us? Let's move on to some entertainment. So this is called Hot Mess Summer. It's on Amazon Prime and it starts on Wednesday. So the contestants of the show are 20-somethings. They've signed up thinking that they're going to spend their summer partying in Zanti. They arrive in Zanti, have one big night out, and then, lo and behold, Rylan, that's right, Rylan Clark enters centre stage and says actually they're not going to be partying they've been sent here because all of their friends and family think that they're big wrecks on nights out and are ruining their lives and instead they're set to work for the summer the reason why I'm flagging this is that we had the wonderful hilarious charming Rylan come on the Radio Times podcast last week so you can listen to that episode but I do actually think this has legs when you start watching I definitely felt like a lot of these contestants think they're on the next iteration of love Island. They're not. And I think What Remains is a very funny show. And again, we do enjoy watching people struggle, especially big personalities. I have a conversation with Rylan on the Radio Times podcast speaking about how people are selected for reality TV, what kind of characters there are, what boxes people tick when they're selected. And I think this is reality TV with big personalities. And of course, they think they're partying, they're not, they're working, and some of them have never had a job. So Take that as you will. Maybe tune in for Hot Mess Summer, but definitely don't miss Rylan on the Radio Times podcast. (laughs) 
<laughs> Smooth. <laughs> Thanks. Talking of hot messes, we have Boris Becker, The Rise and Fall. <laughs> this is on Tuesday, 9pm ITV1, and I think already existing on the ITVX player. But there were two documentaries last year about Boris Becker's Rise and Fall. We had the great Alex Gibney, the Oscar winner, who brought us Boris in the room to interviews. This one is clearly the documentary that they made with everybody that they couldn't get for the other one. So if you watch both of these documentaries, you'll end up with the comprehensive tale of what happened to Boom Boom since that glorious, epic reign of Wimbledon glory in the 1980s when he became the youngest ever winner. And he clearly rose and fell, as hence the title. I mean, it's a sobering tale of if Boris Becker can get it so wrong and end up in jail for fraud and hiding assets. What about the rest of us? What hope have the rest of us got? It's an extraordinary tale of a very interesting, intelligent, complicated person. And, uh, well, I guess a morality tale for our age. But uh, Boris Becker, The Rise and Fall, Tuesday at 9pm ITV. You love a sport doc, don't you? Oh, I do. See, oh, I love to be known. Thank you. Yes, I do. I Well, I love sports docs because I love personalities. It's the same reason I love political docs and music docs, because I just think that these are interesting people who've gone out on a limb. They're outliers from the rest of society. They're not too busy taking selfies or trying to score fashion deals with Pretty Little Thing to actually do something quite singular. And they make their mark in history for good and for bad, as we've seen so many times. But yes, you're absolutely right. I have another offering for you this week. I've got The Hairy Bikers Go West, which is coming to BBC Two on Tuesday, 7pm. Of course, Radio Times podcast fans will know that we had them on the podcast just before Christmas. And I think what makes this series so pertinent and tender is, of course, David Meyer's recent health scare. And now he's returning and is so excited. And, and the energy and the excitement is palpable. He's back with his best mate, Psyking, and they're on their bikes, exploring what food the Isle of Butte can offer. Of course, they do some cooking inspired by the local produce. But this is also a series marked with a lot of hugging, emotional conversations, conversation about Dave's health struggles and an appreciation for life and general happiness to be back on the road together. Um, If you missed that episode, it is available to listen to on the Radio Times podcast feed, but I do think tune in for this. They're like a big warm hug, the two of them, and it it is that affirmation for how brilliant life can be and how important it is to have strong friendships and to live life to the fullest, which is absolutely what they do. How gorgeous. Well, I'm not sure if my final title will match up to that, but this is one for, as we've talked about, the history books. This is The Greatest Night in Pop. It's on Netflix and it goes back and tells the story of how USA for Africa came together. So this country, the UK had Band-Aid and the Americans just went one better. As they do, they went not necessarily better, I should clarify, but definitely bigger. So Lionel Richie and Quincy Jones came together and then they just recruited everyone. We're talking Cindy Lauper, Ray Charles, Stevie Wonder, Lionel Richie I've mentioned, Steve Perry of Journey, Kenny Loggins, just the who's who of pop plus Bob Dylan sort of looking as though he turned up for something completely different. (laughs) And it's a documentary from all those people who were in the room, just how it all came together 
and what they managed to achieve in this extraordinary night when just for one night only, all those pop monstrous egos were put aside in the name of raising money to try and combat famine in Africa. So that's The Greatest Night in Pop on Netflix now. Amazing. Okay, well, maybe I'll give that a go. That does sound quite fun. What's your film of the week? Your favourite part of the podcast? It is my favourite part. And also, I, you will, you and producer Sam will be very excited because you know that I have really cut down on saying everything is my favourite show. But I think because I've cut down, I can say that this film is one of my favourite films of, of all time. Very good. <laughs> very restrained. Yes, okay. and I think I've really improved mm-hmm. on that. So I would like gold marks from both you and Sam. This is Atonement. It's coming to BBC One Wednesday, 10.40pm. I think most people will know it, but if you don't, it's Ian McEwan's novel gets this perfect adaptation in this Oscar-winning drama. It's Kira Knightley and James McAvoy giving an absolute masterclass in brooding intensity as these young lovers torn apart by class conflict and the Second World War. It is absolutely astoundingly beautiful. And if you haven't seen it, go and watch it. And if, like me, you think it is one of the best films of all time, then come back to watch it again. That is Atonement Wednesday, BBC One, 10.40pm. And of course, afterwards, you can catch it on the iPlayer. Now, Caroline, take me to the archive. So final thing to say this week is that uh, obviously Ralph Little has become the detective in Death in Paradise. And I think I'm right in saying he's now held that position for longer than any of his predecessors. However, the hook for the archive choice this week is him as he appeared in three series of The Royal Family, where he so wonderfully played Anthony and was a gormless teenage figure who kind of somehow navigated his way to the sofa between those comedy greats. We're talking Carolina Hearn, talking Ricky Tomlinson, Sue Johnston, and everybody who made up this extraordinary show. On the iPlayer is also available the arena that went out on Christmas Day talking about the life and work of Carolina Hearn, and Ralph Little was an integral part of that. So if you're enjoying him in Death in Paradise, there's more where that came from with the royal family all on the archive now. And those are offerings for this week's Smart TV. So do write in if you have any choices. Our producer has already hobbled us this week to talk about um, Mr. and Mrs. Smith. So we may come back to that next week if Kellyanne can include that in her homework. I will not be watching that, obviously, because I'll be watching the new series (laughs) of Death in Paradise. Um, (laughs) But in the meantime, do stay tuned and uh, happy Happy viewing. viewing. 